High School Holla. Nothing can stop me, I'm all the way. Yo, 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 stand up Chicago. It's time for the High School Holla Sports Show. Brought to you by Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce. It puts the thrill in every meal you grill. Digital World Wireless. Providing cell phone and wireless needs for the entire South Suburban area. The Chatham Management Group, managing the careers of artists, songwriters, producers, and professional athletes from around the globe. Come, let your star shine with us. Chicago, it's time for the High School Holler Sports Show. Good Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the H2S2 Show. I'm Steven Spoon Ramsey, repping for the great class of 1988. Thank you for starting off your Saturday with us. The best two hours of high school sports coverage in the city of Chicago. Good morning to my man, the captain of the ship, Captain Kurt, doing all the work. He's our team captain. I want to remind everyone that June is here. Now, let's not forget that we'll be honoring dads with a special Father's Day edition of the H2S2 show. We want to hear from you on how you believe your father, dad, pops, or papa whatever you call them, helped you or taught you the game of sports, any sport. We want to know that you can post it on our Facebook page, find us, search us under the High School Holler Sports Show, or you can tweet us as well by following us on Twitter. You can find us under Urban Fieldhouse. Let's also remember we had a great Mother's Day show, a great Mother's Day show. Y'all heard it about three times already. <laughs> but we want to do the same thing for our dads. So we want to be able to support. I want to give big hollers out, man, to a few people. I want to say hello to Eddie Curry, one of the regional athletic directors for CPS Sports Administration and his support of the teams. Man, he does everything in supporting this team. Big ups to Eddie Curry. Also, to another uh, group of people, my mom. My mom Beatrice and her friend Jim, along with my aunt and uncle visiting from Cali, Aunt Pat and Uncle Morris, holler out to y'all too. On today's show, an exciting path. We're going to look at how some baseball teams, CPS teams, took to the semifinal sectionals in baseball on their way to a state baseball channel, uh, title I should say. Uh, we'll review a few of those games and set up the big sectional championship that's taking place this afternoon. We'll talk to one of the coaches. We got two coaches, actually. I mean, we have two coaches that will be on the show. We're going to talk to one uh, person from Perspectives. And then we're going to talk to a young man, the old man and a young man from both Perspective schools. <laughs> we'll be joined by Brian Snow from Arena Sports Net, who will be talking with us about the baseball action. And we'll have information about the annual Harold Washington Memorial All-Star Football Game and details about the debut of the new CPS Football Hall of Fame that will be debuting later this month. That plus a bunch of fun with you. You can hit us up at 312-754-4333. 312-754-4333. Now, we're going to start off the show with a little city talk, as we've done in recent weeks. And I want to just... Follow up some stuff, man. We've been following as many CPS schools and going to games and just traveling across the city. 
competing for IHSA state bas uh, basketball and now baseball playoffs for a title. While the misses and I have attended a lot of high school sporting events as we can, we seem to notice some low attendance at many of these events. Now I know that many say that sports like baseball and softball aren't the most exciting sports to watch. Yet, when I'm in the school or in your attendance, it all aligns up with your school pride. It doesn't matter whether or not you knew the game or enjoyed watching the sport. What did matter back in the day were a few things. And this is some of the things why we attend the sport. Now, some of us attend the sports because we just had a friend that played. I mean, you had a, 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 a homie that was on the team and you wanted to go out there and you wanted to, nothing else, show support and show your friends some love. Now, another reason that back in the day we would have come out and support, you simply went to the game because you dated a player. Yeah, you had a boo on the squad. That's true. You went out there, you came out to root on your boo. Everybody wants to be booed up in the streets now. But right now, back in the day, the girls wore their guy's jacket. They had a jersey or a t-shirt on with their boo's name on the back. And let's not trip, fellas. Some of y'all had some t-shirts on, too, with your girl on it. Yeah. I'm telling you, oh, y'all dressed alike. You know, I'm saying back in the day, that's how the guys did it. But that's why you went to the games, man. And, you know, the guys would come out and wink at their girl before she took the field or the court. And... Then the guys had a cheerleader. If you had a cheerleader on the squad, you was bragging about it. You know, that's my girl over there with the pom-poms and the short skirt. You know, you were bragging about it, but you were still at the game. And the moral of this story is we were in attendance in the game to do any of those things, especially when it came to wins and losses. If you won, you were waiting outside for your boo to come out so you can give them a victory kiss. And if they lost, you waited outside so you can give them a comforting hug. You tried, baby. I know you was looking good out there. The rest of the team couldn't play. But that was a reason why you was at the game. Now, if you were a parent, you had several different reasons why you were at the game. You attended because you drove most of the team there. Your child and the starting five or the startups <laughs> or the starters of the ball club so you had, that was one reason you were there. You had all the snacks for the team. So you had to be there, because it was your turn to bring the snacks. You were living vicariously through your child to relive your old high school sports days, or the athlete you always imagined yourself to be. You know, if you couldn't play sports, but you had a child that was killing it, you lived vicariously through them. So you were at every game then. You know, you were just there cheering them on. Or you were reliving your days. That's my girl. That's my boy out there. I used to do that. I taught them that. That's why you were at the game, as you, if you was a parent. But most importantly, you might have been there for the love of sports, of course. But it was mainly because you loved your baby. You wanted to support your baby. Now, you wanted to, you know, display School pride was another reason why we came. You didn't care the school who stepped on your campus or on your school grounds, who they were. You had a visiting school coming to play your team, your school. 
You wanted to show that visiting team they were outnumbered. You wanted to wear your school pride. I remember, and I got a couple of people in the studio that might not like this. I remember when CBS would play Mendel Monarchs. And we would have on our blue, our Scott boy, I'm telling you, we were intimidating. But they came in. <laughs> we would come and show them what they were outnumbered, Cap. But that's school pride. That was the reason why we came to the game. You know, we came out there and show school pride. You know, you were singing your school chants, you were wearing your school colors, you left the game without a voice. You know? And not to be, you know, I be not to be biased. But when you went to these games, if you lost, you know, you just tried to win the battle of the sexes. You just went after the other team's girls or guys. <laughs> That's another reason why we attended. <laughs> you might have lost the game, but you you was gonna win the battle of the sexes. So that was another reason. <laughs> just to rub salt in the wound, if you won, you went after the girls and the guys on the other school camp team or whatever. Anyway, but it was a fun reason why you came to the game. Now my final reason why we attended games was because sometimes it didn't matter who was playing. You simply wanted to see a good game. Now, we wanted to see two great teams play, or long-standing rivals, or the battle of two leagues like the Prep Bowl does, the Catholic League versus the Public League, or the South Suburbs versus the North Suburbs, or the you know the the East versus West, you, Proviso East versus Proviso West. I remember those used to be hot games, you know, Mendel versus CVS used to be a hot game. Yep. You know, used to be in our favor, but it used to be a hot game. Nope. <laughs> we'll introduce that voice in a moment. But you, you just came to see a great matchup. Or you want to see two great coaches go at it. Two great minds of the game or the sport that you play go at it. You know, and the people from across the city would come out to see this. General, good high school sports. That, that was a main reason back in the day that a lot of people came. They just want to see good, clean high school sports. Now today, none of those seem to be true. It could very well be possible to the level of violence that currently plagues high school sports and sporting events. I truly understand parents. I really do. I'm a parent myself who tries to protect their child from, you know, senseless violence. But you think about it. Today, gang bangers who don't even go to school. They just support the school because it's in a neighborhood. Shows up at games and starts ruckuses and senseless fights and ends up canceling the games. You know, just because their school is in the neighborhood, they just wanna rep for that. But they mostly repping the game. Just in this past basketball season, we talked about a fight that erupted at the Julian Lincoln Park game. That was caused because of people in the stands, not because the players on the court. And they were called, they called that game in the third quarter, you know, by the referees. We've also talked about it and seen it on local news about the brawl at the United Center during the McDonald's All-American game, which possibly might have caused our city to even host that game again. They might go to a new location because of that one brawl, that senseless brawl. And we can't say it's because of school pride. We even have a play on neither team, boys or girls, from the, from the state of Illinois. 
let alone the city of Chicago. So another senseless thing. We've also think, seen things occur at Gately Stadium, senseless stabbings in the stands during football games, which has led to the decline of attendance. I do believe that CBS officials and local authorities, CPD, are working to provide a safer environment for spectators to enjoy the high school sports, and I hope their efforts continue. Now, in terms of other reasons for declining in attendance at school sporting events, let me be candid. I'm saying that just many of y'all just don't care anymore. Y'all don't care to come out and support these kids whether you know them or not. My wife and I talked about this just the other day. As we were leaving the, the last game with uh, Simeon versus Evergreen Park at UIC Grandison Stadium. Now, you let a club announce a hot DJ is going to be there. You know, a popular concert at a club or something. Most of you adults are out there rushing to the store to buy a new fit and calling up your friends and family and trying to figure out who's going. Yet the exact same circumstance that has occurred at some of these games can occur even more so at a club or a concert. We've seen the same thing on the news. Big hollers out, by the way, to the Simeon Wolverines and Solario Sun Warriors. Their fan base come out and came out to cheer on their team's Wednesday night in victory. But no incidents. That's what I'm talking about. If you consider the factors at a club, you can consider the factors at a game. Now don't let me see here behind this microphone and lie. We haven't we have haven't attended a few games, but we have, my wife and I, and we caught a swift of a... <laughs> The, the popular cologne, marijuana liqueur, <laughs> coming off of some people just passing by. And that's just crazy. We're at a high school game. Young people, just say no to drugs. Grown people, grow up. Man, you at a high school event to support kids, but yet you come out smelling like the smelly cologne, marijuana liqueur. It's senseless. The moral of the day, City Talk, is that attendance at high school sporting events, as we always say, uplifts, encourages, and inspires our young students, athletes, to strive for excellence, especially during times where it seems like no one cares. This type of support that lies uh, amongst us, we as a city need to come together. It shows great school pride, as well as it makes it visible to Chicago Public Schools that we're building a fan base, not just for one school, but for the entire CPS sporting family. Later this afternoon, we're going to see two Chicago Public Schools who have built great baseball programs compete for a sectional championship. When Simeon Wolverines take on the Solario Sun Warriors to advance to the state title shot. So it doesn't matter if you attended either of these schools. Just come out and support two area Chicago public schools who have made it to a point in high school baseball that many haven't. In fact, bring some young elementary school kids out to get inspired to get to the next level by seeing high school student athletes perform on a college stage at US, uh, UIC Curtis Grandison Stadium on Les Miller Field. Let's get away from the social media and for a moment you know, of silliness that we see on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook. And let's take in an opportunity where we can dispel the negative trends that we see on reality TV and all the, the news and the social media 
simply by having some family fun. Come out and support these two teams, whether you're with them or not. Show the kids some love. While at the same time, these student athletes competing this afternoon, by your attendance, it will say to these teams, CPS, sports, and others, we got your back, and we keep striving for greatness. The moral again of this week's City Talk, let's come out to support our area high schools and student athletes by displaying some school pride in your school is if they competing or not. Some support and show some support to area schools who's representing for our city. Coming up next on the High School Island Sports Show, we'll review some local baseball games and leading into this afternoon's sectional championship game. It's the H2S2 Show. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. Praise the Lord. Need light? Get life at Life Church on every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. at the Marcus Theater located 16350 South LaGrange in Orland Park, Illinois. A weekly Bible study on Wednesday at 7 p.m. at the Homewood Suites located at 16245 South LaGrange, Orland Park, Illinois. Come and enjoy our life worship experience where you will be blessed by our anointed worship team and receive an inspiring message from Senior Pastor Isaac B. Green. Every Sunday, we have a special reception for our guests because once you visit life, you are no longer a guest, but a friend for life. Our mission is to change the world one life at a time by living in faith every day. We look forward to worshiping with you in Life Church. Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Illinois. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result, it transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. High school sports, there's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. High school holla. Take me out to the ball game. <laughs> the black version.
said, take, take, take. Me out. To the ball. Gang. Take. I said, take, take. Me out. With the crowd. Now buy me some peanuts. Buy me some peanuts. Buy me. Buy me. Buy me. Buy me. Buy me. Buy me. Take. High school holler. Welcome back to the H2S2 show. The final few months of May started the IHSA baseball playoffs for a state title, which goes into June. And it starts with the regionals, then sectional, and overall, you'll end up at Joliet for the state title. And we want to tell you about some area schools with their shot at a state title. Time now for the H2S2 review brought to you by 100 Watts Lights, gear and accessories with artwork designed with a positive message to inspire and protect the children. Find out more about them and their organization at their website, 100, the, the number 100WattWATLIGHTS.org. We've been telling you uh, scores and updates from the regional quarterfinals for the area schools, which leads us into the regionals semifinals and eventually the regional finals. We covered most of the regionals and we were at the Class 3A regional championship game last week at Gwendolyn Brooks High School who did an excellent job. And the Simeon Wolverines, who are ranked number two in this St. Ignatius uh, region, and the Brooks Eagles, who are ranked number seven in the region. The regional championship game was a landslide victory. I just have to say it for Coach Dennis Butler and the number two ranked Simeon Wolverines who jumped out early, led by a three-run home run shot by third baseman Anthony Heron, which were the first scores of the regional championship game. The Wolverines put up big points after that over the Brooks Eagles for the win as they captured another championship in addition to winning their city championship just earlier in the month. They advanced to the IHSA baseball sectionals. We caught up with the winners, and of course, you know, we got to talk to the losers. And here's the post game comments after the regional championship game. High School Holler. Steven Spore Ramsey with the High School Holler Sports Show here now at the regional championship between the Simeon Wolverines and the Gwendolyn Brooks Eagles. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Wolverines once again, Coach Dennis Butler, 12 to 1 against the Eagles. Well, yeah, we um, we came out to play. I mean, we again, our guys still seem to be focused, still seem to be on that same mission that we kind of got going late in the year, and um, you know, we, we look good today. Coach, talk about what it took to get to the regionals after the city championship. Uh, we just, you know, we had one game before here. We had a so we had a pretty good, you know, a pretty good season. But you know, again, you know, we, we began to peak at the right time, and we still peaking. And you know, this is about the time of the year where you want to peak. So right now we're playing well, executing. With the weather conditions, did that take away from anything you wanted to do with the team prior to coming into this regional game? Uh, not really. I mean, only, only thing different. We instead of us practicing outside, we were just able to get inside and just really focus on hitting and do some defensive things. So you know, that um, that kind of I wouldn't say play in our favor, but we was able to just 
you know, compromise and get things done. When you talk about hitting and your team came out, the Wolverines backs woke up and Anthony Heron again, another big home run. Yeah, he's been swinging it well. I mean, it was a, a guy came at me before the game, how he's been hitting the ball and, you know, he's been hitting the ball real well. So he's seeing, he's seeing pitch as well and he's crushing everything. Now what's the focus for the team going the rest of the way in state? We're going to just try to stay the course and just play one game at a time. So I think it's Evergreen Park after that and then, you know, we're just going to keep trying to execute and keep trying to peak and just play, take it one game at a time. Well, Coach Butler, congratulations on this regional championship along with your city championship. Good luck to the Wolverines the rest of the way. All right, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. High School Holla. This is Ramsey with the High School Holla Sports Show. Here now with the head coach of the Gwendolyn Brooks Eagles, Coach Anthony Bill. And Coach Bill, tough loss for the Eagles. Well, I'm definitely proud of the guys. They, uh, you know, they gave it their all. And, you know, somebody's got to win, somebody's got to lose. But, you know, I want to congratulate the uh, Simeon Wolverines, you know, on a victory. And uh, we're going to continue to move forward, continue to fight and build a program and come back for next year. When you look over the year, talk about the year that your squad had coming into this. Well, we've had a lot of injuries this year. Uh, unfortunately, um, you know, I've had quite a few players with injuries and uh, recovering from those injuries has been tough because I had uh, actually almost what, three pitchers that were down at one particular point. And, uh, you know, I mean, the pitcher I had on the mound today, he's only pitched twice and he is supposed to be my, my main pitcher. And this was his second outing of the year because he's had injuries. So it's, it's tough when you're trying to overcome that kind of stuff. When you talk about the Gwendolyn Brooks Eagles pro- baseball program, you have great student athletes. You have a great grade point average. Talk about not only the work that you're guys put on the field but in the classroom well I, well I will tell you this the uh, average ACT score on my baseball team is 26 so when you look at that kind of stuff I have three kids that have full scholarships that are leaving here today uh, academic scholarships not baseball scholarships academic scholarships so you know that's you know you can't put a price tag on that and so uh, you know unfortunately when you play sports you know sometimes you may get hurt but if you get that education and get what's between those ears and maintain that you know I think that's worth its uh, price itself coach what did you tell the Eagles team after this uh, ball game? Well, again, you just have to uh, learn from it, build on it, and then uh, congratulate the seniors that's going on to, uh, you know, bigger and better things. And, uh, you know, we stress education here at Brooks. Uh, you know, that's the first and foremost that we always, um, you know, pride ourselves on. Uh, we're the number one, ten, no, number 10 school in the state of Illinois right now. And so, you know, I stress education, and I think that's um, the one thing I really want to push upon all the kids. Get that education, and baseball is secondary. Thank you, Coach, and good luck for next year. We'll be following the Eagles. All right, we'll be looking for you. High School Holla. Steven Spoon Ramsey with the High School Holla Sports Show. I'm joined now with the victorious Wolverines of the regional championship nature right now. And I'm joined with Anthony Heron. And Anthony, great game for you. You smashed one over the fence for the Wolverines. Thank you. I appreciate it. Talk about the city championship. Let's start there. You guys kept the momentum going coming into today's ball game. You had a home run there. You have a home run in this one. What's the mindset going into the games, Anthony? Mindset is just one game at a time. A lot of people underestimate us coming into this season. It's one game at a time. Make plays. We know we can hit the ball. We just got to make plays. No errors. And we take it from there. As one of the leaders of this team and one of the main focus points, do you see anything different from pitchers that approach you when you get to the plate? I pretty much all season. Some pitchers pretty much start me off with a curveball a lot. Maybe. I might not see I might see a fastball, one fastball the whole game. I just got to look for my pitch and pretty much jump on it. What does Coach Butler instruct the team to do coming off of that big city championship coming into today's ball? Clear mindset. That's over with. Move on to state. Uh, we're moving on. That's over with now. We just got to keep playing. Never underestimate our opponent. All right. Well, good luck. You guys take on the Evergreen Park Mustang team. Any thoughts about that? 
I'm looking forward to that game. We, they eliminated us from state last year, and we're looking forward to it. We all the one. Well, congratulations, Anthony. Good game for you. It. Thank you. High School Holla. Steven Spool Ramsey here at the regional championship game where the Wolverines were victorious 12-1. I'm joined now with pitcher Rashid Bernard. Man, great game for you. Were you nervous coming into this ball game? No, I, I thank you, first of all. But no, I wasn't nervous. I felt like it was just a regular game. How do you prepare for a game like this coming off a big city championship and now the coach gave you the nod to take over for the regional championship? How did you prepare? Uh, he just told me to remain humble and... Just take get every game, one game at a time. And what did you see from the Brooks Eagles at the start of the game? Like if I pitched them away, they wasn't really going to do anything with it. So that's what I was really trying to work at. Your team gave you a big lead. You shut the Brooks Eagles down. You didn't seem shaken at all. You seemed in calm and cool. Is that part of your game when you take them out? Yes. Always be relaxed. Never stress when you play baseball. It's a fun game. You always want to just be relaxed. Because when you relax, and like everything's just going to come to you. How far can this Wolverine team go? You're city champions. Now you're regional champions. And still people aren't convinced that this Simeon Wolverine baseball team can take state. How do you guys feel about that? No doubt we can go all the way. But like and coming into this season, people were doubting us. They didn't like put us where we should have been. And, like, at first we were, like, we wasn't really serious, but we got our stuff together, and we played every game hard from there and on, and we knew what we had to do to get where we are today. What did Coach Butler tell you and the team after this big win here at Gwendolyn Brooks? He said, remain humble. We still got to get this state championship. He said, no matter that we won city, he said, we still got another goal to reach. Congratulations, and good luck. Thank you. High School now, while the Simeon Wolverines were celebrating their victory, another Southside school was racking up some wins of their own. The Solario Sun Warriors, ranked number one in the Chicago St. Ignatius Class 3A region, put up some impressive wins as well. The Sun Warriors had wins over DuSabo, 17-zip, Walter Payton, 7-1, to capture their regional championship. Now, last Saturday's wins set both teams up to allow them to advance to sectionals, which were this past Wednesday at UIC Grandison Stadiums at Les Miller Field. We'll be back after this break to cover the sectional portion of the IHSA Baseball Playoffs. It's the High School Hall of Sports Show. Ever wanted to make a good impression cooking or grilling for family, friends, or for that first date with the person you just met? Well, let me give you something that can make that meal the real deal. It's Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce. This barbecue sauce delivers a blast of intense flavors that complements not only barbecue and baked beans, oh, but it's oh so sweet. It's a great marinade treat on steaks, and it's sure to amaze when served as a delicious glaze on chicken, turkey legs, and even salmon. Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce is exclusively sold in the deli section of Calabria Imports, located at 1905 West 103rd Street. Now put a smile on someone's face and give them the taste of that Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce. It gives every meal a thrill. Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. 
com. And in the subject line, type, I want to join H2S2 reporting crew. And in 100 words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join H2S2 reporting crew and to get turned up for your school because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday night from 6 to 7 p.m. to the high school holla sports show. What's up, Chicago? It's Steven Spoon Ramsey from the High School Hall of Sports Show. I get asked a lot where I find all of my sports information about Chicago public schools. Well, if you listen to the H2S2 show, you already know where I go. I go to the one website that keeps me informed about everything in the Chicago Public League. It's the publicleague.com website. The publicleague.com provides the best, most in-depth coverage of Chicago Public League high school football and boys basketball. So when you want to know what happened in this week's biggest game, or if you even want to know what makes Chicago high school athletes special, then all you got to do is go where I go, the publicleague.com website. It helps keeps me informed for every show, and it'll definitely have you covered. It's the publicleague.com website, Chicago's only website covering public league. Now, we just told you about the regional action, but the H2S2 show was at the sectionals as well. But before we get into that, I want to bring on Johnny Come Lately, shaking the man off his back. He's back in this chair. <laughs> Craig C. Dub Wallace is in the house, ladies and gentlemen. What's going on, y'all? H2S2 all day long. This is Big Craig C. Dub Wallace, repping the class of 88 Thornwood Thunderbirds. Hollywood High, what's going on, y'all? Back, I'm back. I shook him off this weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we're glad to have you, brother. Now, the first two games featured the regional, the region's number one ranked Solario Sun Warriors versus the number four ranked St. Ignatius Wolfpack. Solario jumped out to an early lead in the second inning, with a uh, led by Zab Palalas hit a single, uh, a triple, to put a runner in scoring position. That gave the Sun, the Sun Warriors an opportunity, and they took advantage of it as a balk by the Wolfpack pitcher advanced the runners to score the first run of the ball game. Now, the game was literally any one game to win with scoring remaining one to zip until the sixth inning. When both teams traded the lead, the top of the sixth, the Wolfpack put up two runs after trailing one to, one to zip for four innings. You could literally feel the momentum starting to shift towards the Wolfpack. Well, into the bottom of the sixth inning, the Sun Warriors scored six runs on five hits and two Wolfpack errors. It all started with a leadoff double by the first baseman, Francisco Alvarado, followed up by some excellent at-bats by the Sun Warriors that sealed the victory and allowed the Sun Warriors to advance to the sectional finals. Here's post-game interviews with head coach Roger Mazzano and ace pitcher Aaron Rivera and the man who started the rally in the sixth, Francisco Frankie Alvarado. Steven Spoon Ramsey with the High School Holler Sports Show. Joined now with Coach Roger Montezano, Coach 
How was this win for you today? Well, it's exciting. Exciting win. Uh, the kids never gave up. Uh, you know, we had to come from behind and, we, you know, some timely hitting and a uh, couple uh, mistakes on uh, their part, you know. But, uh, you know, we never gave up. Uh, the guys kept chipping away and, you know, finally got them at the end. Coach, talk about the attitude of your team coming in here. Were they loose? Were they tense? This was a big win for you guys. Hey, you know what? We try to keep, we try to keep the routine uh, uh, the same like we've been doing all year, you know. I, I thought they were a little loose uh, to begin with, but, you know, when, when the game, uh, uh, you know, later innings, I did see a little tightness in them, and, you know, we just got to reel them back in and tell them it's a rely on uh, rely on their preparation. You know, the preparation that, that we've uh, done throughout the, throughout the year, you know, builds their confidence, and, uh, you know, they, they, they came through when it mattered most. Man, talk about that big rally in the sixth inning. Led off by your first baseman with a big double. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's key. You know, Frankie's been doing it for us, uh, you know, for two seasons now, and that, you know, uh, hitting the ball that hard uh, to lead the inning off, you know, really uh, really got the, uh, the, the, the excitement up and on our side of the dugout got got the momentum back in our favor and talk about this how this win is a momentum shift going into the super section well you know what uh we, we've been uh we've been telling our kids that we, we want to play our best baseball down the stretch and uh you know uh timely hitting you know, our uh we, we we seem to plateau early in the season you know with a couple big wins uh with uh Simeon and uh, Morgan Park and then we kind of the hitting died off a little bit and, you know we're, we're finding the swing again and hopefully it continues on into the the uh sectional final coach talk about the tremendous pitching today. Uh, you got a lot out of your starter. Oh, yeah. You know what? Uh, Hernan, you know, Hernan's been doing it for us. You know, uh, you know the one thing that we uh, tell our guys, you know, is like, uh, you know, we, if, if you get us to a one-on-one one count, you know, and initiate contact within uh, the first three pitches, uh, we're usually good. But a day like today where we was going deep in counts, you know, uh, you know, his, his, uh, his not, he didn't have his best day, but, you know, his stuff got us, uh, got, got it done for us today. Talk about how this win, um, what it does for your baseball program at Solario. Um, you know what? We've only been in existence for uh, six years now, I believe, six, seven years. And uh, you know what? On that whole southwest side of the city, you know, uh, uh, you know, baseball was kind of dying out. And in, in that part of the city, you know, uh, we're, we're just east of Pulaski and we're trying to revive it, you know, with a lot of the, the kids in that West Long Gage Park area. You know, um, you know, it's all neighborhood kids, neighborhood school. And, you know, we're trying to trying to revive, revive baseball back on that side of the city as well. Well, Coach, you're doing a great job and congratulations and see you the rest of the way. Right, thank you. High School Holler. Steven Spoon Ramsey with the High School Holler Sports Show. Joined now with Francisco Alvarado, uh, first baseman for the Solario Sun Warriors. And Francisco, great win for you and the Sun Warriors today. How do you feel about it? feel great. Just got to keep the right mind going. Well, you started things off for the Sun Warriors in the six. A big double for you. Uh, I just wanted to keep a clear mind and wanted to bring out my guys. You know, those are my, my teammates. They bring everybody up. I needed to help them out, give a boost out there. And what did Coach tell you guys after the game about this big win? That it was huge and that we just need to keep rolling around, just play hard, just like we've been doing. Well, congratulations, and we'll be following you to the super section of congratulations, Frank. Thank you. I appreciate it. High School Holler. Steven Spoon Ramsey with the High School Holler Sports Show. Joined now with the starting pitcher for the Solario Sun Warriors, Havon Rivera. And, man, great win for you. You took the mound. And rough start in the first inning, but you came together. Yeah, uh, I just had to dominate. That's a, that's all. How'd you feel about what you were seeing from St. Ignatius as far as their batters? Uh, it's not really anything too special. I just... Uh, my bro, always my brother told me he just dominate, dominate, and that's all you gotta do. What's the frame of mind coming in here facing a team like uh, Saint Ignatius? Not to be scared, just keep going, and just keep going the way we're going and play hard. How did you prepare to take the mound today? Uh, just have a good mindset. 
That's pretty much it. And did Coach tell you anything special after the game about your performance? He just he told me I did a good job, and we, we're not stopping now. We're going to keep going. Well, congratulations, and we look forward to seeing you and the Sun Warriors go the rest of the way. Thank you. All right, thank you. High School Holler. Joined now with the head coach of St. Ignatius Wolfpack, Coach Sean Mason. Tough loss for your Wolfpack, sir. Yeah, good high school baseball game. You know, one nothing through uh, five. We scraped together two in the sixth, you know, take the lead. And it was just a matter of one big inning. You know, they had the big inning. We didn't. But it was an even game. Really proud of our group, the way they fought. And uh, hats off to Solario. Good team, well coached, and uh, best of luck to them. Talk about this whole season for your squad. It's a, just an accomplishment for some just to get this far. you got to be proud of these young men. Yeah, for sure. You know, we play in the tough conference, the Child Catholic League, and, you know, we're at a point there we lost eight in a row to some really high-ranked teams, um, found ourselves at 4-11, and, and, you know, fought back all the way to 16-15, and 16-16. and 16. So, you know, our guys came a long way, showed a lot of resiliency, showed in this game today. You know, we fell a little short, but uh, nothing but, but proud of these guys and the effort they gave us all year. What did you tell your team? Well, you know, that one result doesn't make or break who you are as a player or a person. You know, I, I didn't get into coaching to win sectional titles. You know, I got, I got into it to coach quality young men and I got the opportunity to do that. So, none of these guys should hang their heads for anything. You know, one bad inning doesn't determine who you are as a player or a person and they have a lot to be proud of. Congratulations on a great season and look forward to seeing the Wolfpack next year. Great. Thanks so much for your time. Now, my, my broadcast brother here right, right, right. said I need to work on my Spanish pronunciation. Well, you know, sometimes... Uh, I didn't really like Spanish class, though. It's, it's okay. It's okay. These are our Spanish brothers and sisters, and they're out there listening, and I want to make sure that you uh, get the names out correctly. <laughs> now, the question is, who would the Sun Warriors play in the sectional finals? That would be determined in game two of the sectional semi, which was actually a number two versus three competition competition between the number two ranked Simeon Wolverines against the number three ranked Evergreen Park Mustangs. Now these two teams are no strangers to one another as they both played in last year's regionals which the Evergreen Park Mustangs knocked out the Wolverines. Now we all know that the how the Wolverines feel about Mustangs. We do know that. Yes sir. They do not like Mustangs. They don't like Mustangs. And that goes back Stemming from the long-time rivalry between the Battle of Vincennes, Morgan Park, Mustang. Right. It doesn't matter which Mustang. As long as it's a Mustang, they don't like it. Now, let me just say, I got the feeling that anytime you mention Mustangs, that does something to a Wolverine. It should. <laughs> and it doesn't matter because the Simeon Wolverine scored in every single inning, starting with two runs in the first, seven runs in the second, three runs in the third, and four runs in the fourth. The Wolverines were solid on defense, too. I'm going to tell you something. It seemed like everybody may have gotten a run. <laughs> that was as great. Many, as many runs as you just counted out, man. 16. My goodness. For the game. There were great plays, double plays from shortstop Lorenzo Elan, a major league type diving catch from center fielder Reggie Brock, and some heads up plays that prevented many potential scores uh, from, the, uh, from the Mustangs against the Wolverines. That's even a sweet play from a relay play from the outfield to home plate. Man, I mean to third base where Anthony Heron laid down a sweet tag and ended the inning for the Mustangs. Well, as you said earlier, it seems like uh, they wanted a little bit of revenge yes. you know, to get back at Evergreen. So, you know, I, hey, shouts out to Simeon. Rashid Bernard, uh, 
who you heard in the re in the regional championship game was the picture. He was a second baseman. He had a sweet play at home plate with catcher Jordan Rogers. Also, man, it was just a great overall game. Mustangs gave it a great effort, but the Wolverines proved they hate Mustangs. <laughs> we caught up with both coaches and some Wolverine players. Center fielder Reggie Brock, first baseman Madison Mad Dog Lowry. Here's what the coaches and players had to say. High School Holla. Steven Spoon Ramsey with the High School Holla Sports Show. Joined now with the winning coach of the Simeon Wolverines over the Evergreen Park Mustang 16-3. Dennis Butler, head coach of the Simeon Wolverines baseball team. Coach Butler, great win in section. Those Wolverines streak continue. Yeah, thanks a lot. Tell me about the mindset coming in into this ball game. Same thing with the Wolverines? Yeah, it was pretty much the same thing. Just stay hungry. Um, Jalen Lemons was phenomenal on the mound. And then today, obviously, we was able to hit the ball well. We put up a lot of runs. So The Wolverines score to run in practically every inning putting up 16 big ones but your defense throughout the game was big big plays from Lorenzo Elan and Reggie Brock on defense is that something that you expect from those two guys out there in the middle oh yeah Reggie, Reggie Brock been good all year out there he's been real solid um, you know anything's out there we feel comfortable with it and then Lorenzo's been real solid up the middle too that's why those are you know the two guys that's up the middle they've been real solid there coming into today's ball game did you have an opportunity to scout out this Evergreen Park Mustang team uh, I didn't um, you know I didn't I didn't, I didn't know much about them. I just kind of looked at who they played and stuff like that, but no, we didn't really get a chance to scout them. We just know if we if we come out and do what we're supposed to do, I just feel like we'll be a tough out for anybody. Well, you guys take on a familiar four this Saturday in the Solario Sun Warriors, and you've guys seen each other three times already this season. Is there anything new that you have to work on or anything that different that you're going to do with this team going into Saturday's game? Well, no, we just got to come out and play well. You know, we got to play defense, we got to throw strikes, and we got to hit the ball. I mean, you know, obviously they, you know, they beat us twice this year. We beat them once or whatever. But, I mean, you know, we just got to come out and play ball. We'll be okay, I feel. Well, Coach, great momentum. You guys keep rolling, and we'll see you on Saturday. Congratulations on this section. All right, thank you. See you Saturday. High School Holla. Joined now with Reginald Brock, center fielder for the Simeon Wolverines. And, Reggie, man, you had a great game, both offensively and defensively. How does this win in sectional feel? It feels great. Uh, the atmosphere is good, support. Uh, everybody just try to uh, help us out and be a better team. Coming into this ball game, what did Coach tell you guys to prepare you for this big sectional win after having a regional win at Brooks? Well, regional is over with. You got to get past uh, that. got to uh, take every game serious from here on up. You guys take on somebody familiar, and we see Madison Lowry right here. You guys take on somebody familiar in the Solario Sun Warriors. They got two on you, but you guys won the big one way in county. How do you feel about going into Saturday's game against Solario? Well, we got to take it serious again. Uh, last three games, it's over with. You got to keep going, keep grinding, win this next game. Reggie, congratulations on that win. We're joined now with Madison Lowry. Madison, man, big win for you guys. You guys are really piling it up. You got city championship, regional wins, now this sectional. How do you guys feel about this momentum going into the Solario game, Sal? Uh, going into the Solario game is good. We've been playing defense, hitting the ball. Everybody's been contributing. All seven innings. The bench even been coming through. So I can't, I can't complain. We've been playing good baseball. Madison, not only are you playing good baseball, you play good basketball. Now you bring it into the baseball. Now I got to ask the question, which do you love more? Uh, <laughs> That's a tough question, man. I understand. I love basketball more, but 
I'm a baseball player. Yeah. Talk about where you guys are playing with this lineup. I mean, you guys are you guys are switching it up the lineup a bit, but from beginning to end, you guys are, are hitting the ball straight through. You guys scored a run in every single inning in this ball game. Starting with you, Madison. Is that just something that, that happened throughout the season, or did you guys build up to this point? No, actually, after the Jones loss, the second loss, uh, we had a. Uh, eye opener. So okay, well we not we don't have a good seed going into the city playoffs. So we have to take every game serious and play every game like it's our last. And since that game, we've been doing that. And Reggie Harlan, city championship win for you guys. Then you're going to take on Brooks Salario. Do you guys think you're gonna see anything different than you've seen from them before? Uh, nothing different. Just same old baseball they put on their pants, just like we put on our pants. So take the game serious. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's Reginald Brock. Madison, they call him Mad Dog Lowry. And it's the Simeon Wolverines moving on through the sectionals. This is Steven Spoon Ramsey with the High School Holler Sports Show. High School Holler. Joined now with the head coach of the Evergreen Park baseball team, Coach Mark Smythe. And Coach Smythe, tough loss for your ball club, but you guys gave it a big effort as much as you could. Uh, yeah, we did. You know, I'm proud of the, proud of our seniors. It's a great group. Uh, it's uh, We're going to miss them. We went back-to-back-to-back regionals with these guys, um, and I really thought we'd, we'd do a better job tonight, but I tell you what, you got to tip your hat to Simeon. That is a tremendous team. Um, we scouted them a little bit earlier in the year. It's the same group. We actually, last year, we won a regional at our place against them. Maybe it lends a little more credence to that win because I tell you what, I haven't seen it. We haven't played a better team than what we saw tonight, for sure. Talk about the overall season. I mean, you guys being able to get hit, that's not an easy task to get back to this point. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'm proud of these guys. You know, we had uh, we had some injuries to our pitching staff, so we were a little bit thin there. Just a couple of off, uh, uh, you know, preseason things that happened, so we we're a little thin. So we, you know, the the year has sort of been a battle where guys have been filling in gaps and and things like that. So um, we kept competing and we and we stayed strong. And I and I really thought, uh, you know, we were playing our best baseball. Uh, we played some big four A schools towards the end of the year. We lost, but we played them tough. And I really had a, a good vibe about tonight. But like I said, well, really, really impressed with that team. After this ball game, what did you tell your squad and especially your seniors? Yeah, just that we're proud of them. You know, we're proud of them and, and what they've accomplished. Back to back to back regional champs. That's uh, the first time in school history. Um, you know, going back to 2013. So now we've won four out of five, and and we're laying. You know, laying a foundation where, you know, kids can have some pride in playing baseball at Evergreen Park High School, and hopefully we get, uh, you know, you get to enough sectionals and maybe a sectional final eventually you break through and you get to the Supers. So. Congratulations on a great season, and I look forward to following the Mustangs next season. Thank you. I appreciate it. High School. Now, these semi-sectional wins by Solario and Simeon sets up a one-versus-two matchup this afternoon. Not only that... These two schools will be meeting for the fourth time this year. The two played twice in April, with Solario winning both games, 5-2 and 5-3, outscoring the Wolverines 10-5 overall. Then the two teams met for the third time during the city tournament for the city championship. That's when the Wolverines came up with a 5-zip shutout win over the Sun Warriors. The Wolverines, as you know, would go on to win the city championship over Harlem. That makes this afternoon's game a special game. It's not only the fact that we see some great high school football. I mean, football. See where I'm at, man. I'm, are you ready for some football? <laughs> so high school baseball. The two know each other so well and are fairly evenly matched. 
Simeon is three and one, has a three and one record when they play on neutral field. Solario has a five and three record. Solario averages about six strikeouts a game. Simeon around five. I personally believe the key to this game is who makes the least amount of errors. And to talk with us more about this matchup, we would like to welcome Brian Snow of Arena Sports Net Chicago to the H2S2 show. Brian, are you there? Good morning, my friend. How are you? Holla, Brian. Hey, Good Brian. Hey, man. So, Brian, how do you see this matchup this afternoon between Simeon Wolverines and the Solario Sun Warriors? Let me give you a little magic number. The magic number is five because, as you mentioned, Solario outscored Simeon in two previous, the first two matchups, 10 to 5, only to have Simeon outscore Solario 5 nothing in their city playoff game. The magic number is five. I believe whoever scores at least five runs and crosses that barrier will win. At least five runs. Mm. Mm hmm. What'd you, what you say, C-Dub? I don't know. That's some good math right there. I was uh, trying to put the two together. I came up with 15. So, <laughs> I figured. Well, you know, I didn't like Spanish enough. Obviously, you didn't like math. Right. So, either way, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we know that the magic number is five. All right. So, let me ask you, Brian. Who do you see having the advantage in this ball game outside of who scores five defensively? Well... If Anthony Heron crushes a ball like we saw in the regional round at Brooks, then Simeon has all the advantage because they have the hitting stars. The defensive advantage slightly belongs to uh, Solario. So to bring up something that you said, whoever commits the least amount of errors and plays the most airtight defense will win the game. C-Dub? Hey, um, Solario's pitching. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm, I'm looking for that to, to be... Uh, a major factor, and and that would be on the defensive side. So, yeah, I, it, ooh, it's a toss up because you got the athletics yeah, on 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 the on the other side. So, ooh, this is just gonna be a good game. That's all I can say. This is one of those games you really have to just go and watch because you mm -hmm. don't know. You cannot predict. That's it. true. That's true. You cannot predict. Like now you know they call Brian Snow the Snowman because he's a cool brother. All right, he's a cool brother. <laughs> I so that. so Brian <laughs> Snowman. Give us your overall prediction of this sectional championship between the Solario Sun Warriors and the Simeon Wolverines. And give me a final oh, score. Man. Give me a final score, too. Who you got? You know what? Defensively, advantage Sun Warriors. They win this game 2-1. to one. Ooh, wee. Ooh, that's tight. See, Doug? Nobody reaches five. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you did some good math on that one, C-Dub. Right, right, right. Um, my prediction, <clears throat> mm, my prediction, I want to go, I think I'm going to go with Solario also. I like the pitching. My prediction? Pitching, tell, pitching tells a story in any game, especially now you're getting into the later rounds. Right. The sectional championship, the super sectional, which will come Monday at uh, Crestwood, which is where Arena Sports Net will be, and of course the state the uh, state final down at uh, Silver Cross Field in Juliet. Defense gets tighter, everybody gets tighter, but for some reason, and 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 C. W. Let me let me come to you. For some reason, I'm feeling that Solario defense. That's why I'm predicting the score the way that it will be. Okay, all right. Well, I'm predicting a Simeon Wolverine uh, claims their fourth championship. I'm claiming that I think the Simeon Bats are big. They do. They too play great defense. A tremendous. Uh, uh, when I say major league diving catch by Reggie Brock, 
it was on point. And when I talk right. about Lorenzo Elan mm-hmm. at shortstop, and if if he's not taking the hill today, if that's Rashid Bernard, if he's at second, Ooh, they're great. Bernard's pitching today. They're, they're, they're great. They're great. They're great. So oh, I'm picking man. Simeon. I'm picking Simeon. Now let this me. Is- no, no, no. If, if Bernard's taking the hill today, this could let me throw a little old school baseball at you guys. This could be Nolan Ryan versus Steve Carlton kind of a matchup Ooh, today, especially with all that's riding on the line. Well, Snowman, I'm looking for a great game, and as we said at the top of the show, we expect everybody from the city to come watch some great CPS high school baseball between two great schools who are building two great programs. But before we let you go, Snowman, we're going to let you do like we always tell our guests. Holler at your people. Let them know how they can find you. They can find me at arenasportsnet.com. That's my main company's website. I have a show five days a week called Snowman in the Morning. The new website, snowmaninthemorning.com, will be live on Monday. That's where you can hear the show live. You can uh, listen to replays. You can subscribe to the podcast, which is on iTunes. And Snowman in the Morning is for the early birds. We start at 6 a.m., but we replay the show throughout the day. Well, I'm going to have to catch that replay, brother. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us, Snowman, and, uh, to I discuss some of this IHSA sectional high school baseball, All right, Brian. man. Brian, take care. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I appreciate it, gentlemen. All right. We have yet another friend of the H2S2 show. Brian Snow will join us again in the future. Trust me. Always remember, if you miss any of the scores, you can visit our website, urbanfieldhousemedia.com. Go to the menu bar and click on H2S2. H2S2 and then click scores for updates on how your school is doing in the games. We're getting ready to take a quick break for the UBM break and we'll be back with more High School Holler Sports Show. One of the most important decisions Chicago teams will ever make just got a whole lot easier. Go.cps.edu is a new online platform that will stream the high school applications for Chicago public schools. If you are a rising 8th grader or know of any, tell them and their families to visit go.cps.edu to start learning about CPS high schools and subscribe to receive important announcements about the opening of the application system in August. This message is brought to you by Urban Broadcast Media. Urban Broadcast Media has a brand new app for you to listen to the UBM radio network everywhere you go. Whether you're in your car, on your job, on the beach, for your smartphones and tablets, Android or Apple, we got you covered. Available right now from Google Play or the Apple App Store. Check out the Urban Broadcast Media app right now. Summertime is a great time to make the switch to UBM Radio. We are the home of Dean Curtis Randall in the morning and your lunchtime favorites with UBM Middays, plus other great shows like The Morning Kickoff with Mike Caliber, Warriors Talk with Lady Rochelle, Hear My Voice with Mark Allen, and The Sir Walter Jones Show. This summer, make the switch to our family, UBM Radio. You don't usually get a stock tip from a 16-year-old, but I'm here to tell you about a different kind of stock. It's called Better Futures, a stock for social change that's not about making money. Instead, you invest to help students like me go to college. This is beyond a simple donation. 
It's the opportunity for America to invest in its kids and take an active stake in the future of the country. The return on your investment isn't money. What you get back is knowing you protected our potential. So one day, that potential can grow up to become surgeons and architects, executives and engineers, people who can change the future just by being a part of it. My name is Alicia, and I'm your dividend. Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. A public service announcement brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. Today, my new dad threw a barbecue. I burnt everything. Ah! And then we played catch. I broke Mr. Lewis's window. And then, somehow, my hand. My hand! And then my dad ah! even let me drive his car. The hospital's on the right! It was a rough day. It was a great day. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of kids in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. UBM Radio. Powered by Urban Broadcast Media. Chicago. 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 Welcome back to the High School Holler Sports Show. Hey, give them a little bit more of that gap. <laughs> Woo! I like that, man. That's yeah, for a little whistle. You know, that's, that's for all the referees and umpires and officials out there. We're going to tell y'all blow the whistle. Hey, Steven Spoon Ramsey, repping for the member Monarchs, alongside my classmate from the great class of 88. Hey, Craig C. Doug Wallace, what's going on? Throwing with Thunderbirds, class of 88, all the time. Time now for the H2S2 Coaches Chatter brought to you by our friends for, at Luxperience Travel. Luxperience Travel, they put the luxury in your travel experience. They also offer layaway plans, travel plans, and single parent trips. For travel details, call 224-372-1172 or go online at luxperiencetravel.com. That's L-U-X-P-R-I-E-N-C-E travel.com. The official sponsors of the H2S2 Coaches Chatter segment. We want to welcome back an old friend. And I do mean old. Ooh. I don't know if that was that might have been a Mike Tyson right there you came. But he's a great friend. There it is. Of the H2S2 show. And one of our very first coaches we had as a guest on the coaches chatter. Exactly. From Perspectives IT Math and Science Track Team, we welcome back Coach Jesse Hardy to the H2S2 Coaches Box this morning. What's happening, Coach hey, hey, Hardy? Coach. What's happening? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Class 85, CBS Pride, baby. Ooh, wee. Yes, sir. Bro. Shout out for them. Cavaliers. <laughs> 85. 80. Don't y'all start doing the math on that one. <laughs> I just heard five. Right, right. <laughs> well, Coach Hardy, how's the track season been to you this year, man? Man, the track season now, it ended up really, really good. Um, well, you know, you, we, we got the three network schools. Uh, we co-op, you know, uh, two of our campuses. But it really turned out well. Both uh, both of our track teams did real well this year. Um, our relay team, uh, some individual um, um, surprises, I'll say that. But uh, it, it turned out to be a real wonderful season. Some, some hiccups, but it panned out good for state. Now, for, I, for those listeners who might not know um, about the perspectives uh, setup, 
you mentioned co-op schools. Right. Can you explain to us what, for our listeners who might not know how Perspectives uh, campuses work? Okay, so we have uh, we have three high schools within our network. So we have the Warriors, Wolves, and uh, the Jocelyn Panthers. Uh, our Jocelyn Panthers and our uh, Wolves, we actually co-op to, to make one team. The Warriors are actually at one of our bigger campuses. It, they, they actually have their own team. So that's where our two teams uh, come from. Now, recently, you just took some of your players downstate to compete. Tell us uh, all about how that all set up for your teams and how your teams fared downstate or your individual players fared downstate. <clears throat> Both schools took uh, took players. Um, so our relay team, we had a pretty good relay team this year. Um, like I said, you heard me earlier say we had some hiccups. That That's injury. So none of our teams competed in the city championship because we were nursing injuries and had some personal things that we were going had going on. But uh, we overall, we went down state, uh, ranked, uh, believably, the number two squad going down. Really? But we had number Over, Overall in the state? Yeah, but we had number one numbers. But we didn't. We unfortunately we didn't take our full squad down. So we actually finished in state eighth in state, um, which are, are and again our parent school, Perspective Leadership Academy. They they did some wonderful things with a young man that you you have coming up. So um, we had a really really good season, and we look forward to to piggybacking off of that next year and coming in doing some strong stuff over the over the summer to make sure that we follow up and uh, get that done. Now explain to me, you you, you mentioned uh, you were ranked number one going in, but you, you how do the rankings work? Is that based on the amount of uh, track meets that nope. you guys? Nope, just spe- uh, specifically off time. Time, off time. Is, okay. Just, just go off generally off time. Uh, we took our uh, we took our sectional uh, number one num- number one coming out of our sectional, and uh, we actually we had a full team at that time um, coming out next week being state. Like I said, we had some issues where we couldn't take the full squad, but um, we got down there. Other guys, the alternates, they stepped up, and believably, the numbers—the numbers didn't say that we were gonna actually medal in this because uh, of, of where you, what time you needed. But alternates stepped up and did the job, and I'm proud of them young men out there. Big hollers to the alternates, right? Know? Hey, that's a full team. When you have when you have. Alternates, you have your uh, backup players and things of that sort in any sport, especially uh, uh, with track. A lot of people don't think about it. We really don't think about track, especially here. And I know you know this, Coach Hardy. Yep. In the United States, we don't think about it until every four years. When it's Olympic season. And when it's Olympic season. Right. But this is a big, this is the first sport. In my mind, track is the, first, the very first yes, sport. Sir. Let's race. So you That's know. right. If it, if it wasn't from corner to corner. Right. Right. Well, Coach, let me ask you this. Um, you pretty much answered uh, one of my main questions, but did any other CPS schools finish in the top half? Oh, and yeah. You know, the city did it this year. The you city know, did it? Oh, the city did it. Morgan Park was there. All right. Uh, um, Shout out to the Mustangs. Like I said, we there was there. some love for the city. The Catholic League represented also. St. Rita was there. Wow. We, we ran in their sectionals. Mm-hmm. So um, You see anybody from Mendel there? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> no. They said, Spoon, if you didn't go cover it, <laughs> they didn't see nobody from Memphis. I might have saw a Cavalier there, though. <laughs> right. I think right. I saw a Cavalier. It was one. Oh, there, there. But he Shots fired. See, there, 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 there,
Yeah, it was beautiful, man. You you know what? The magnitude of it, you, you actually have to be there. And I don't know... Um, you know, I, I'm gonna just tell you this. We were sitting in our in our rooms, waiting uh, waiting for our event to, to come up, time to come up, and uh, my athletes were sitting in. And I didn't really want them to look out the window, but they from their room they could see the stadium. Mm-hmm. And I saw all their faces change the day of championship, which was Saturday. And they were like, Coach, did you see how many people sitting in the stadium? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I said, Yeah, it's like a professional football game, ain't it? They were like, Yeah. I said, Don't let that get you. Don't let that get you. You go out there and block everybody out because ain't nobody going to run for you. I can tell you that. Now, where, where were they held? Eastern Illinois? Eastern, yep. Okay. Down Charleston. Okay. Yep. Okay, well, well, Coach, let me ask you this. In your opinion, uh, what could CPS schools do to send more uh, track uh, uh, programs to state competition? Uh, what, what would they need to do to increase well, I'm going to say this. Uh, some people are not going to like this, but, uh, you know, our presidential library is coming to an area in uh, in Hyde Park area where they're eliminating a track. And uh, I-, I think on their specs, they're talking about relocating the track. But you you can't get our CPS schools downstate with less than in our track and field venues. We don't, we don't have a lot of tracks in a city that right. they can compete so basically, you're saying you, you, you got to have the facilities to prepare the Absolutely. student athletes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the friends of track, you know, they're trying to put up, and I'm not, don't quote me on the numbers, but a $35 million uh, facility up where Gately Stadium, uh, around that area. And um, that would be a great area, right? And an awesome right. place. You, you know, but again, I know you mentioned gangs and all that other stuff. You know, we got to remember our kids have to travel to these areas. So not only do we need to have tracks in that area, but we need to have tracks in some of the smaller areas. Um, you, you can't so, have so kids track. aren't crossing the line exactly right. going into a neighborhood they're unfamiliar with, and Absolutely. then we end up with another senseless, you right. know, right. Uh, incident. I, I agree with Absolutely. that. Absolutely. So you know what? Um, there's talent in our city. It's just spread out. Like I said, we're, we were fortunate enough to be a small school and get some of the talented athletes that we got. You know, I mean, when you look at Lane, you look at old school CVS, how many students, they athletes they had. Right. I mean, right. you get to pick from these. We didn't get to do that, yeah. but we turned out some outstanding athletes having a small program like we do. And, and like, I, like I mentioned earlier, you know, track being one of the original just first sports, there's a lot of talent. A lot of talent hidden in track. And it's just, you know, because that's all we did as kids, just race, run, run here, run there. So that would be one of the easiest that I would see uh, that could could get started well, back up. Well, hold on, C-Dub. You know, you had chubby kids like myself who couldn't breathe that, well, then, that well then, when then we eight, were running. Then eight, no, I don't coach, think that's fair. No, I don't no. think that's fair. That you- <laughs> Here's where it's fair. Then you pick up a shot put or a There you go. Hey, okay. Hey. Okay. You might not want me to say this, but that's uh, that's what your cousin uh, went to college for. She throws shot put. And they get scholarships. And for they this. get scholarships. And, and shouts out to my cousin. That's right. You go ahead. Shout out to your baby. See? Yeah, my baby Alasia Hardy. She throwing that at Hammer for Benedictine. See. Um, but, and shot discus. Now, now let me ask you this: What is the experience like as a coach to have the opportunity to take uh, young student athletes and teams downstate? What, what, what kind of feeling was that for you as a coach? You know what? Um, I've been going to state for the last five years, taking athletes down there. But the joy of watching that athlete get down there and seeing 
their hard work and effort and, and other people coming to watch them do it, you know, it, it's joy enough. You know, I, I got to I got to get down there and I got to see, like I said, one of our uh, one of our special athletes do some special things. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> look, you laughing about running. Look, he had to run a 200 and I was at the room <laughs> and I had five minutes to get to the stadium. I had to run. Mm. And we know with them knees of yours, <laughs> that must have been one terrible run. Look, That's when you some, had to get there. Some lady, <laughs> some lady saw me in the parking lot and, and said, said baby, baby, do you need a ride? Do you, do you need some help? I said, I got to go see this athlete run. I got there. In the, shout out to Coach Jerry Jones. Uh-oh. He, I know he, what that's about. Look, he said, why you sweating, Coach? I said, man, I had to get here to see Roderick run. <laughs> see? And I wasn't going to miss this for nothing. <laughs> this, this young man making history. I want to. I want to be here. You know, and, and we're gonna talk to that history maker uh, a little later on in the show. A great young man. We had an opportunity to meet um, while we were off the air. Now, we are preparing for our Father's Day edition show. You're a father who happened to had the opportunity to coach your own kids in track and field. Share with us the feeling of being both a coach and a father to your kids and to other kids that look at you as a father figure? You know what? Um, coaching my kids, I try to turn it off. I try to turn off that, that father thing. You because do know I, I know you, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Let's call her right, right now. Right. But, coaching, <laughs> but coaching all those kids, I like, yeah, it's, it's not like being a father. It's, you know, you coaching, and like I said, having my kids there, I know my kids probably looked at me as dad all the time, but I had to separate that, you know? All of these kids are looking up to me to give them some some guidance, to, to motivate them, to, to inspire them to to do this. I mean, track is not easy by far. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I played football, baseball. I played all the sports. And out of every sport, track was the hardest to me because I had to get out there and times and, and just producing those times over and over again and, and trying to get those times better is different than you know, catching catching a hot shot coming down third base, catching a touchdown, start defending a, the, these these times to run is difficult, and you and you know we gotta we gotta instill some type of confidence in these kids that they can actually succeed in track and field, and they can get under the 11 second mark, mm-hmm. they can get under the the 10 9 mark, the right. 10 the 10 8. They gotta keep bringing those times down. So these kids look up to us, you know, and and, and they actually. You know, I, you know, I'm gonna say uh, when we putting all this pressure on them and everything, they they, they handle it pretty well. You know, to get out there, and I put a lot of pressure on my kids. You know, and, both uh, in the classroom and on the track. I, when I was on the show before, you know, I said you better be a student first. Right. If you're not a student, don't come hang with Coach Hardy. Right. <laughs> right. You know, I don't I don't speak gibberish and I don't speak jive, and you're just not gonna just you know well, just talk to me any kind well, of way. Well, you do speak a little jive. Some because, gibberish too. Yeah, some gibberish when you came out with that Mendel comment. Yeah. But we ain't gonna talk yeah, about that. There we go. We ain't gonna talk about that. Who? But, <laughs> oh, here you go. <laughs> Again, see Dub shots fired. Hey, there it is. I'm telling but, y'all. But you know something? I, I we said it the first time he was here. Uh-huh. And we'll say it again because we have great appreciation for you, not only as a track coach, not only as a man, but as a civil servant to the city of Chicago, right. as a Chicago fireman. Right. You know, so that speaks volumes, man. We yeah, appreciate you. you on that. Well, listen, Coach, I want to ask you, uh, since we have the uh, the holiday coming up, you know, it's our day, Father's Day. I want to know, what does Father's Day mean to you? And secondly, what would you like to say to the fathers 
that are out supporting uh, the track clubs, your track club, and the kids. You know, fathers they mean to me golf. Okay, <laughs> okay. What I like to say in 30 years, I've been coaching for 30 years. Man, and in 30 years, well, you've been out of school that long. I've seen <laughs> two dads. Two dads in 30 years Are come out serious? and support their kids. Are you serious? That, that, that doesn't even seem. I'm telling you. That doesn't I, make. It, and and it actually, crazy. and actually, the two dads that I've seen this year and last year. Wow. This young man to the right, I seen his dad come right. out and support him. And I have a young man. And as soon as we made sectionals, his dad was sitting in the stands. He was like, I booked my room already. Right. I said, I have never seen this. Moms always come out and support. Right. Dad, this Father's Day. Everybody loves Father's Day, but some of our fathers are not doing what they should be doing exactly. to get that accolade of Father's Day. Right. You right. Know, um, you know, come out, support your boys. Your boys need you. Moms need need them fathers to be in them boys' lives. Exactly. Mothers, I've been mothers been doing it for a while. You know. Right. I was. A, I'm a single parent. You know. I'm a, well, I'm a product of a single parent. Right. I should say. You know, my mother raised me, and my mother supported me the way she could. You know, Dad. Didn't see him. You know? But it's hard mm-hmm. for a woman to raise a boy to a man. Right. You know, you yeah. know what? It's not an easy time. These, these young men got have to have to surround themselves with other men that grew up that wanted to give back. You know, like myself. And that's what I look at it as. You know, if these young men need me because they don't have a father figure, they can come and talk to me any time of the night. My phone rings at one o'clock in the morning. Right. Hey coach, I need to talk. Talk. Coach, if I'm bothering you, you're never bothering me. Did it ever right. ring in, in the morning at one o'clock in the morning? You said, "Boy, you gotta go to bed. You got class in the morning." Did you ever say? Oh, uh, one time. <laughs> right, 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 right. He, he was calling me for crazy reasons. He called me. He said, "Hey, coach, what time we got practice? <laughs> you couldn't call me tomorrow." Right. <laughs> well, man, I, but a great word spoken, man. Yes, Wise word. Yes, it is. Wise word. Coach Hardy, man, we always appreciate having you on the show, man. Appreciate but, you hey, having me. Coming up, we're gonna have. A young man from another part of Perspectives. Okay. You know, we got a shining star coming up. Coach, why don't you sit on in on this one, man? Because you you, you briefly mentioned this young man. Right. And up next on the High School Island Sports Show, we have another shining star for you to know on the best show for high school sports. H2S2, y'all. the Lord. Need light? Get Life and Life Church on every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. at the Marcus Theater located 16350 South LaGrange in Orland Park, Illinois. A weekly Bible study on Wednesday at 7 p.m. at the Homewood Suites located at 16245 South LaGrange, Orland Park, Illinois. Come and enjoy our life worship experience where you will be blessed by our anointed worship team and receive an inspiring message from Senior Pastor Isaac B. Green. Every Sunday, we have a special reception for our guests. Because once you visit life, you are no longer a guest, but a friend for life. Our mission is to change the world one life at a time by living in faith every day. We look forward to worshiping with you in Life Church. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. 
We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national, to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. Who do I play high school softball for? I play for my mom and dad who've never missed a game. I play for the smell of my leather glove, the sound of infield chatter, and that incredible feel of the ball jumping off my bat. I play for sacrifice bunts and sacrifice flies because they've taught me what it means to be a teammate. Whether they're playing for their teammates, their classmates, or their community. High school student-athletes in Illinois learn important lessons they'll use for the rest of their lives. Like respect for the rules, time management skills, and the value of hard work and sacrifice. I play high school softball for my friends who decorate my locker before every big game. That's who I play for. Play for keeps. Play for fun. Play on. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. Man, my goodness! Did you hear that 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 Maurice White imitation? Man, I, you know I gave it the best I had, Caesar. <laughs> oh, that music means we're about to introduce you to another talented student athlete from the Chicago area. The Shining Star segment recognizes student athletes for their accomplishments in the sport that they play, in the classroom, and in the community in which they live and the school community where they attend. Today, we have a young man from Perspectives Leadership Academy. He claimed top honors downstate in a few track events at the IHSA Field and Track State Championships. He's here today to have some fun with C-Dub and myself. Hey. Welcome, Roderick McMiller, to the H2S2 show as our shining star. Welcome, Roderick. What's going on, Rod? What's up, man? Glad uh, to be here today. Uh, uh, I think Roger kind of cool. Hey, you know, hey. <laughs> now, you do know we still got Coach Hardy on. The track is is he always the school coach? No. <laughs> hey. Oh, so he put nah, his cool. hands up. Okay. Nah, he cool. He cool. He cool. You got to let him warm up to you guys. Okay. Well, yeah. He's, hey, we'll stretch it out. Stretch it on out. Warm up to it. <laughs> like in track. Right, exactly. Hey, uh, well, let, let, let's start out like this. Uh, Roger, what area of Chicago did you grow up in? I grew up in the, like, the Woodlawn neighborhood, like 61st, 61st and Kimbark area. Okay. Like, right behind High Park. Okay. High school. Okay. Okay. Did you attend grammar school in that area? Yeah, I attended Andrew Carnegie Elementary School. Okay. So, you grew up behind High Park. Yeah. But so, uh, what made you... Uh, the 
choose perspective. I had no idea, honestly, because <laughs> I wanted to attend like one of the big neighborhood, I mean, one of the big schools, like Simeon Morgan Park. But Coach Jones, he kind of, he kind of like motivated me to come perspective. Well, I tell you this, Simeon Morgan Park missed out on a good one. Hey, I'm telling you, <laughs> hey. Well, let me, let me ask this: What year are you? I'm a senior. I just graduated Tuesday. Oh, congratulations, son! Congratulations! <laughs> congratulations! That's what I'm talking about. Thank you. All right, this might, we might turn this into a graduation edition. Right, of shine right, right. Let me run out on the corner and see if I can get some balloons or something. Somebody out there got some graduation <laughs> balloons. Some out. graduation candy. Or right, something. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. Let me ask. Let me ask this question. Tell us, what age did you find out you wanted to be into sports? Oh, uh, my dad. He put me in sports like an early age. Like my first sport. My fourth sport was actually basketball. I started playing basketball when I was like four or five years old. Okay. Then he introduced me to football when I go when I got old enough. When like Coach Jones, he just recently motivated me to do track since I was playing football. Right. Because you know, track and football that kind of coincides yeah, with each hand. other. Yeah. Right. So you started off in basketball. Yeah. And then you went into the football. So. We got a jack of all trades here. Hey, well, you know, hey, like I said, it just they go hand in hand. Everything goes hand in hand. So your 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 very first sport was basketball. Yeah. And you uh, do you have a favorite sport? Football. Football won out. Yeah. You know that's C-Dub sport there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was Coach Hardy's sport back in the day. Yes, sir. You heard him mention '85. So back in the day, I don't not quite sure if they had face masks or not. <laughs> But I'm sure they upgraded in 85 somewhere down the line. Ain't that right, Cap? They updated somewhere down the right, line. Right, they went from leather helmets up. Ain't that nothing. All right, well, let me ask you this. What is, Rod, what is your favorite subject in school? Uh, my favorite subject, subject got to be um, contemporary world studies, like like the stuff that's going on today, like in recent time. Okay, hold on. Hold on, oh, man. Hold on, hold you hold just on. hurt. You gave me a headache there, right? Yeah. Like, did, did you hit the man? Say that man. again, Roger. Contemporary world studies. I thought he was going to mention one of the three R's. <laughs> 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 reading, reading, <laughs> writing, arithmetic. <laughs> right. I, I mean, mean, he went way past I mean, that. I mean, God. Did we have that back then? Contemporary studies? No. Did that, was that, just, that was just contemporary studies for us was more of homeschool. When your uncle told you what was going on in the neighborhood. <laughs> And where to stay away from? Don't, don't you go around there. Them, them, them contemporary studies <laughs> of the immediate region. So we didn't really have an official class. It was just your your grandmama them telling you don't go oh, on, on the next block. So so what is it about it that you enjoy, man? Nah, I don't know. I just I just started learning it like my senior year, and I just just fell in love with it. It's my favorite class. It's been my favorite class all year. Well, that's that's good. Well, let me ask you this: because your your favorite class was contemporary. Yes, um, was <laughs> was that class right? Did that also was your teacher or the teacher of that class also your favorite teacher or did you have a favorite teacher? Yeah, I had a favorite. That wasn't my favorite teacher. My okay. favorite teacher was like my teacher that I had since sophomore year. Her name was Miss Under. Shout out Miss Under. Okay. Uh, shout out Miss Under. What subject did Miss Under teach? She t- she taught um history, U.S. Okay. history. Well, so even your your favorite class and your favorite teacher subject kind of went hand in hand. Yeah. Okay. All right. I like that. I like that. Now, uh, Roger, how those grades looking, brother? No GPA. How how they looking? Uh, see, I, I, I've been kind of slacking off in that senioritis, but I've been keeping that a 3.0. Okay, right. You know, you know mama over there. <laughs> right, right, right. You 
never should say that. <laughs> but you know what? He's but, still, but, but mama, he made he he did what he's supposed to do, and we know he's a great student. Right, he made it. He graduated. That's what I'm talking about. All right, well, listen. Um, do you have? Let's see. What advice? Since you're a senior, graduated, graduated, you're an alumni now. Mm-hmm. What advice? could you give or offer other student athletes about balancing school and sports like what did you do to keep yourself in a good balance no you just always gotta tell yourself that school is always first you know right because you can't do anything you can't even get on the court get on the field or touch the track without the grades you know okay all right it's almost like school is the fuel for the car yeah and if you don't have any fuel in the car you can't go nowhere yeah man that was rather philosophical did you you hear that i I saw you every now and then i throw a gym out there every now and then (laughs) for you now when you're not participating in any sports uh do you do anything within the community where you where you live at or anything uh, within the perspective leadership academy uh community um no, I say I'm really, I'm really more involved in like my school, like school okay. activities. Yeah, that's what's up, though. That's what's up. Now, Roger, it's time for us to have some little fun with him. You got, yeah, we gonna have a little fun, have a little fun with you. Okay, this is something we ask all the shining stars, and we, you, you know, different right now, so we gonna get on it. <laughs> you gotta give us your. And I want to know your family nickname. Uh-oh. Like the first nicknames came from either your mama, your auntie, your grandma. That's that's usually how it go. That's how it go. So that, that's the ones I want to know. What was your the nickname? <laughs> uh, um, at first, my my um, grandmother she called me Hot Rod. Then Hot okay. Rod, Hot Rod, okay. <laughs> All right. All then right. the short, then she got shortened to Rod. So that's why I'm like most of my friends call me Rod. Okay, right, so they Rod. kept it simple. Hold on, yeah. Rod. Hold yeah. on, Rod. <laughs> now we got Mama in the studio with us. <laughs> now do we need to ask Mama what the real nickname? Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 See, there I, I want to know. I that, that, that Mama standing right that there. That one and two year old nickname. Uh-huh. Come on with it, Hot Rod. <laughs> uh, my mom, she called me Noodle. There it is, perspective. We gonna call Rod Noodle. Coach <laughs> Hardy to put it out there. Right. We putting that in the gym over his name, over his, over his accolades. Noodle. Noodle. <laughs> noodle. Alright, alright, right. We gotta ask. Why, why mama call you Noodle? Man, I had no idea. That's well, we, we'll ask mama later why, right, where, right. where Noodle, where came, noodle from. came from. Probably because uh-huh. I was so skinny at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, uh, tell us your best sports moment since you've been playing sports. Um, so far, the past couple months, my well, just last week, my best sports moment was winning like state championship. I heard that, man. Hey, two hundred in track. No, I would never know anything about that, but I, I live vicariously through you, <laughs> man. And it, well, let me ask this just to piggyback on that. Since you won, what were your time? Um, the winning time, well, my, my per, the winning time was 1085 and 100, and my 200 time was 2169. All right, can you, uh, Coach Hardy, can you break that down to me? And, and Math, is that super fast? <laughs> He's fast. <laughs> that means that boy was moving. He's fast. Uh, you know what? That's why I said the H2S show got to come down. You have to see the disparity in which the young man won this. It wasn't like a small margin. It was like a big margin in the hundred. So did he scrape his foot? Y'all, yeah, he, he scraped. He scraped coming right on out. Get that foot down to the ground and get to running. Okay. You know, yeah. He, and he ran with a hurt foot. 
come nah, out. I, I think, nah, I think Look, scrape is a good thing. And, and the funny oh, thing scrape is, scrape is a good thing. Yeah. He, he took some oh. of his boys down there with him, and they were like, hey, they always kept it. Every time he come back, it was like a boxer in the corner. They kept going, Look here. We got out there, you got to scrape your foot. <laughs> he was like, okay, okay. And he come back over here, and then he changed into, he changed from his, his Batman suit into his Superman suit for right. his next event. Right. <laughs> and it was funny just watching him go back and forth. I'm going to go practice. I'm going to go warm up. <laughs> now, Rob, do you have any sports idol or someone you model your your, your style after? Um. Probably Chad Ochocinco that played. Oh, you know, I was thinking Chad Ochocinco because he got kind of the Chad build. <laughs> you you went to out of everybody you could have thought of. You, you thought of Ch- Ochocinco? Yeah, yeah, I mean he does. He, he favors Chad Ochocinco. Oh, I mean I, I see. Okay. So right. so you know you got a lot of end zone dances, do you? Probably, yeah, you I got river, yeah. You got river dances. Yeah, I got I got a lot in. You got a lot of. Got did, a, did you break them out on them hot rods? You broke out <laughs> them, them dances this year. A couple, a couple. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and mama, we got some of them dances on video. Right. <laughs> oh, oh, we can put them on the site. Oh my goodness. Oh man, I want to see hot rod dance in the right. end zone, baby. Right. right. <laughs> hey, well, listen, Rod. Um, since you've graduated now. What are your plans? Are we continuing education? Are you going to school? What's happening? Yeah, I just I just signed I signed um February to University of Wisconsin. Whoa, 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 whoa. Which which university of Wisconsin? Uh University of Wisconsin, Platteville. Okay. All right. All right. That's all what I'm right. talking about. Now I gotta go get another jersey. Man. You gotta get something. That's all right. Did you all hear that? The young man is going to University of Wisconsin. Go ahead, high ride. Right, high ride is on his way. That's Hopefully what I'm talking he'll be about. running too. Definitely. Oh yeah, run, run, oh, run. Oh man, high ride said definitely. I'm, I'm tearing up the track. Oh yeah, you might as well go ahead and get it in now. So let, let, let me ask, Rod. You gonna take your medals with you? You gonna leave them with mine? No, I'm taking. I'm taking them with me. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> I heard that. You ain't gonna leave one with Mama. Yeah, I may, I may leave. A, I may leave one. I'm you might, you one. might. Yeah. I mean, you got a bunch of. Them. I might as well yeah. throw right, mine. Right, right. Leave mom, bro. That's mama, dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, recently, man, we, we we allow our shining stars to share some of the wisdom that their parents imparted on them, and so we want to give you an opportunity to let us know, um, because obviously, man, you you're doing it. You're out here doing it, and you're doing it well. Uh, what are what are some of the best advice? Uh, given to you by your mother and your father that would always stay with you. you know, my mom, my mom, she always tell, she appreciate me every day to stay focused, stay focused and keep doing me. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, at the end of the day, it's me, it's me yeah. living my life. Ain't nobody gonna live it for me. And my dad, my dad, he taught me, he taught me like mostly everything I know. He passed, okay. he passed like a, about a month ago. But okay, he's my motivation. Right. That's my but, motivation right there. He always told me. Everything is bigger than me. I always need to be humble. I always humble myself. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Your dad is super proud of you because we are super proud of you. So he's looking down at you, man. He's holding up some medals of his own. Right. Man, much love to you, Much love, brother. Much love. Now, Roger, before we let you go, Noodle, we're going to give you... We got a little something for you, Noodle. We, we got, got a little, little something for you, Noodle. Noodle, we give all our, our guests uh, the shine and style. You can open that presenting you with some 
uh, great gifts. Right. That's the uh, Louis Vuitton Gucci um, <laughs> versions right. of, right. of all of our stuff. Right. The, the, the wing. <laughs> right. The wings. <laughs> what is, um, what's, yeah, the hot, not, what's the hot thing now? What, I, what is the hot what's thing? What's the hot gear now, Louis? They don't wear Fendi no more. They don't wear Fendi. Yeah, they still wear Fendi. Oh, they wear Fendi. They brought right. it back? Courtesy of Urban Field House Foundation. 100 Watt Lights and the High School Hall of Sports Show, man. You got three great shirts there to take down with you to the University of Wisconsin. Now, one of them shirts lights up in the dark. Right. That's how they, they, that's he knew how, us. You know what I'm saying? They, that's those uh, urban studies. Right. So that's he, right, he, right. He, he knew just what it was. Right contemporary right urban studies. He right. knew what's going right, on. And, and look, as a shining star, man, we are so extremely proud of you. But we, we got mom in the studio. Mom, come on over here for a sec. You can share the mic with uh, C Dub. How proud of you are, are you or your baby, Roderick Noodle McMillan? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, very proud of him. I tell him this every day. Um, how proud I am of him and I make sure that he knows that and I make sure that he knows that his dad is proud of him no matter what now you know we gotta ask you about Noodle where did Noodle come from mama? I call him my Noodle because he was like really tall and like squeaking like a little Noodle so ever since then I've been calling him (laughs) and you still call him Noodle? yeah I do and he better answer when you call him he does I I don't call him that yes he does I don't call him that in front of right, everyone, Roger. we but, can't keep you, can't keep Mama off you now. <laughs> but in a personal space between us, I call him Noodle, and he does answer. Uh-oh. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know that name. Yeah, Noodle. No, but we we want to give you both an opportunity to, as we say on the show, holler at your people who are listening and supporting not only the great accomplishment of Roger, but as you as well for bringing up this great young man. So go ahead and holler at your people. Say hello to who you want to say hello to. Um, I want to say hello to all of my family and friends. I can't name everyone, but my mother, she's always been there and and there with me and Roderick. And as well, his dad's side of the family. They've been so supportive of the McMillers. And, um, and also my work family at Rush University. All right, all right. Now, what about you, uh, Noodle? <laughs> Who you have to have to give your uh, hollers out to? I gotta give my shout out to mom. You know, helping me helping me through this difficult time, and my um, family and friends, the rest of my family and friends at school, my teammates. They also helped me, helped me throughout this time, helped me get get through what I need to get through. And Coach Jones, yeah. he's been the best. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. <laughs> he's been my biggest supporter for the past couple months. Shout out to Coach Jones. We're going to have him on as a coach's child, too. Mm-hmm. Who else you got? Um, yeah, that's about it. That's about now, it. Coach Hardy, you seen this young man. I'm sorry, Mom, you got I I did want to say something else. There's another coach that coached him as when he was younger in Jackson Park. Coach um, Austin Williams, and he still helped us out to this day. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, man. So, shout out to and big hollers to all of them. Coach Hardy, you've seen this young man. Man, what 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 are some of the final words you can say about this remarkable shining star we have with us today? You know what? Just like I told you, uh, my, my, my little story about having to run and see him. It's because this young man, he inspires me also as a coach. Because, oh, because I thought you was about to say as a runner. <laughs> Well, I did try. To, I did try to run, though. You tried to race Roger? No, I tried to run to see Roger <laughs> run. That failed. That failed big time in the parking lot. I almost didn't get to see the young man run. 
If I'd have saw an ambulance close, boy, I would have took that ride. Right. <laughs> Look, but this young man, he inspired me. I mean, my boys inspire me. I mean, all of our prospective boys. I mean, uh, a shout out to our Peace March that uh, our prospective young young leadership academy uh, uh, students uh, perform. They do every year and so forth. Um, our, our athletic director, Tyree uh, uh, Jackson. Uh, um, all of our principals that allow these young men and women to leave school early to participate in these in these various things. Um, our assistant coaches, Waybon McConnell's mind, Randall Williams uh, for the Leadership Academy. I mean, we get all of these, you know, and, and all of us collective, we stay in contact with each other because, like I said, we're a small network, mm -hmm. a, a big one and a small one, because we have three high schools and all of our coaches, we, we get to touch these athletes. I get football players, I get basketball players. So it's only mindful that the head basketball coach is my assistant coach. Right. You know, so you get those so basketball network of coaches. Right. It's a network right. of coaches, and we, we keep our hands on these young men and women out here. And, and to watch what he did down there, for, for not for just for himself. You know, for his family, for these other kids out right. here that's, that get to look up and say, hey, you know, Hot Rod did it. Rod did it. Mr. Noodle did it. Right, <laughs> you know? right. Maybe we can do it, too. You know, hard work does pay off, kids. You know, um, you know, like I said before, I mandate all my athletes have a B average. You know, if you're not having a B average, then, you know, to me, you're not trying to be as successful as you can be. Right. You know, we, we always see all these group Black Lives Matter, but, you know, that, that life got to matter to them first. Right there, you, you know, go. I like that. Exactly. His, his life matters. Hashtag, hashtag that people. Right. <laughs> so, so he he went out there. He made sure that his life mattered. He came home, two goals, I think, and a and a bronze because yeah. he did long jump too. Uh -huh. You know, it was the the bronze long jump. Yeah. Okay. I could have taught you how to hops, man. I got hops. Nah, I can. <laughs> he, got, <laughs> he got hops, man. He, right. He, he, you know what? And like I said, he inspired me. He motivates motivates me to keep on coaching to keep doing what I do. Um, it, like I said, it's never about me. It's about them student-athletes. And um, as long as um, as long as long there's an interest and, and, and I'm able to, to bring that out of the student-athletes, I'll keep coaching. That's what I want to do. Exactly. That's well, good. man, we truly, truly appreciate having you guys join us on the H2S2 show. Now, you, you, you know, you can share one of them shirts with mom. Mom did a, a great job on there, didn't you? Yeah. I told you, Rod, we were going to get on the air, man. <laughs> right. Mom, thank you for joining us. Hot Rod, Noodle, <laughs> McMillan, thank you for being our shining star. It's been our, we've been blessed. We've been blessed. I mean, that's a, it's, it's a pleasure to meet you, brother. And thank you. I'm going to put you on blast. I want you, when you get to Wisconsin, to make sure you send us back some kind of track shirt or a jersey or something well, as your school that represents well, well, we know you're a student athlete but you know just tell us what number they get or something <laughs> right right I mean, or we'll, what we have to yeah, get we, we'll know. order a hot ride shirt or something right right we might come up with a hot we ride we might come up with our own you we'll know come up with our own man. we're gonna but, keep up with you we're gonna be following you when you come back on break we have an alumni edition of the Shining Star. Come back on the show. Let us know how it's going up there at Wisconsin. And we'll be following you, brother. Because right. you, you are a blessing to us. And Thanks. always remember, I know your dad is holding up to his gold medal, man. Proud of you, young man. Thank you. Hey, when we come back after the break, we're going to talk about how the Divas are doing in the IHSA softball games. And which school in our local area might 
or might not be going for a state ch- title. I, I keep saying championship title. I can't make up my mind. Either one, man, is a good thing. <laughs> we'll check out our young sisters of the Diamonds coming up in Diva Sports. Now go get a piece of bacon and some, some eggs. And come on back and holler at us. H2S2. High School Holler. Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Holler Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. And in the subject line, type, I want to join H2S2 reporting crew. And in 100 words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join H2S2 reporting crew and to get turned up for your school because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday night from 6 to 7 p.m. to the High School Holla Sports Show. Hey, ever wanted to make a good impression cooking or grilling for family, friends, or for that first date with the person you just met? Well, let me give you something that can make that meal the real deal. It's Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce. This barbecue sauce delivers a blast of intense flavors that complements not only barbecue and baked beans, oh, but it's oh so sweet. It's a great marinade treat on steaks, and it's sure to amaze when served as a delicious glaze on chicken, turkey legs, and even salmon. Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce is exclusively sold in the deli section of Calabria Imports located at 1905 West 103rd Street. Now put a smile on someone's face and give them the taste of that Sullivan's original barbecue sauce. It gives every meal a thrill. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national, to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. What's up, Chicago? It's Steven Spoon Ramsey from the High School Hall of Sports Show. I get asked a lot where I find all of my sports information about Chicago public schools. Well, if you listen to the H2S2 show, you already know where I go. I go to the one website that keeps me informed about everything in the Chicago Public League. It's the PublicLead.com website. The PublicLead.com provides the best, most in-depth coverage of Chicago Public League high school football and boys basketball. So when you want to know what happened in this week's biggest game, or if you even want to know what makes Chicago high school athletes special, then all you got to do is go where I go, the publicleague.com website. It helps keeps me informed for every show, and it'll definitely have you covered. It's the publicleague.com website, Chicago's only website covering Public
Welcome back to the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show. Time now for Diva Sports, brought to you by our new sponsors at Faith Fits. For the best in Christian street apparel, check them out on Instagram at Faith Fits Everything, where you can pick up some positive workout apparel and rock your faith with Faith Fits, the new official sponsors of the H2S2 Diva Sports. Time to check out how Chi-Town girls rock on the diamond for the run at a state championship title, C-Dub. Okay, all right, who'd you have there, Spoon? Well, Chicago had several schools competing for a state title run. Most CPS schools were in the Class 3A LaGrange Park sectionals, okay. like uh, Limbloom, Good STEM Academy, Simeon, Perspective Leadership Academy, and Perspective IT Math and Science. Um, Julian Jaguars were out there, DeSibo, High Park Thunderbirds. Not not your Thunderbirds. Right, right. The, the right, High right, Park. Right. But your Thunderbirds was in it, too. High Park got some Thunderbirds, man. Yeah, they got I mean, I'm sure you were first. Right To, to be the Thunderbird Either way Either way <laughs> Shouts out Shouts out to the Thunderbird Solario was in there Hancock was in there Washington And Ag Science The Cyclones The Lady Cyclones Were out there All represented for CPS Sports And Softball We had three Of those teams Competing in regional final games But uh, the Washington Lady Patriots Lost 10 zip Against Lamont John Young And Lamont Indians Took the Lady Indians Took them out Hancock lost to Evergreen Park In a blowout 20 to zip Mm. Mm. Softball Evergreen Park got a, hey, They got a good Baseball softball program So you gotta give it to them Man I'm sure There's a shutout rule Somewhere It has to in be In softball and baseball I am sure There's must, one somewhere Must have been at 20 <laughs> Because that's where they stopped. That's where they stopped. <laughs> and Ag Science, the Lady Cyclones, took on the number one ranked LaGrange Park Nazareth Academy Roadrunners. You never heard that as a mascot, have you? Meet me. <laughs> <laughs> the Roadrunners. We just had one up in here. We had a Roadrunner. We had a Roadrunner. He just left. He won state. Hot Rod was in here. <laughs> Which was the game we covered? The game was at Gwendolyn Brooks High School, um, who, by the way, again, does an excellent job hosting IHSA regional and sectional events. Hats off to the sports administration at Gwendolyn Brooks High School, Reggie Dawson and everyone there. Now, the Lady Cyclones at Ag Science and head coach... Tim, um, Tom Naughton gave a great effort getting out of jams in the early innings. They took on Nazareth Academy out of LaGrange, Illinois. Yet the Roadrunners was too much after a big home run in the game opened it up for a 10-zip shutout win for the Roadrunners who went on to advance to the sectional semifinals. Now, of course, we were there. Okay. And, you know, we had to talk to both coaches about their team's performances. Here's what they had to say in respect to the game and one another. Ramsey at the High School Holler Sports Show. Join now at the Regional Championship game for the Girls Softball IHSA game here at Gwendolyn Brooks Field. And I'm joined now with Coach Tom Norton of the Ag Science Cyclones. And Coach, tough loss for your girls, but your girls made it this far. How do you feel about their performance today? I really couldn't be more proud of the way that they played and the way that they comported themselves today. Uh, we're in a little bit over our skis with, uh, you know, the competition, but, uh, you know, we held them to a one-run game for five innings and, uh, 
I don't think they expected that. And our girls just fought and they fought and uh, kind of ran out of gas a little bit. But I couldn't be more happy with the effort they gave us today. When you look over the Lady Cyclones total season, how tough of a season was it to get this far? It was pretty tough because we were put in the uh, competitive red division. It was a super conference in the CPS. We had to play a lot of different competition, which actually helped us out going forward with today with you know the Northside schools, Whitney Young and Lane Tech and Taft. They're all, all real good programs. And we did really well against them, except for Whitney. They're a little class above us. But uh, for the most part, it really toughened us up for a day like today. And uh, playing a tough schedule, a little out of conference games and stuff like that certainly helps us as well. With the adverse weather conditions that we were experiencing, did that take your team off rhythm at all coming into today's ball game? Uh, I wouldn't say not today's ball game, but you know, all season long we couldn't get any momentum going. We'd, we'd play two games and we'd sit for a week. We'd play a game. We'd sit for three days. Things like that where we couldn't really get anything going. But down the stretch here when the weather started to get a little nicer, um, we got a little momentum going. You know, uh, coming off of our in the um, CPS playoffs and uh, you know, it just made us stronger for today. And when you talk about today, a tough loss, 10-zip loss for your girls, but where do you go and tell this young team? You know, we've got four graduating seniors and the four of them have played uh, for four years. They've started for four years. Uh, one of them was a transfer. She came in as a, a sophomore. She started right away. So they've been playing together for four years and it's going to be really hard to see them leave because they've been great leaders. Couldn't ask for better leadership out of them for all year long. What they did and the, uh, the example they set for the younger girls, we brought some of them up to you know fill out our roster and I think that they learned a lot and uh, I think that they're going to be better for it and I, I'm really going to be sad to see these girls go. Now what do you get ready to tell these girls? I'll just tell them that you know we, we played well and, and we were up against some real tough competition and uh, for five innings they, we gave them a heck of a, a ball game and uh, you know they know it and, and they played you know to the level of competition and I'm going to be just happy I can't be sad about today we made some good plays that's a team that's going to hit the ball anyway you know and we had them bases loaded nobody out and we got out of the inning you know with one run and it was a stolen base so I'm, I'm happy with the effort today uh, you know like I said you don't want to go on a downer and this isn't a downer it wasn't a 10 to nothing game for the most part it didn't feel like it anyway coach congratulations to you the Axe Science Lady Cyclones softball team for a great season thank you very much I appreciate it very kind high school holla Steven Spoon Ramsey with the high school holla sports show join now with Nazareth Academy head coach of the Roadrunners softball program coach Emily Matthews and coach Matthews great win for the Roadrunners thank you very much happy to have you come out and support us now coach tell us what was the mindset coming into this ball game well you know got to give that team credit they never quit and they came out with a lot of fire first girl gets up lead off and gets a, a double rips a double and and you know that was just a good spark for them and you know from there on out we knew we were going to have a game and so it took us some time to get started and obviously once we did we got the bats rolling a little bit it, it worked out but you got to give them credit they were a gritty team they were you know well coached he had a lot of confidence in those kids and you could tell they played with confidence so I give them so much credit you know for how they came out to play us they made some nice defensive plays they also hit the ball a couple of nice hits off of us so um, it just and at the end of the day we were able to string together the timely hits when needed and we're able to get those runners in uh, which allowed us to win the game so we'll talk about this great roadrunner softball program. Yeah, so we had, you know, we, we graduated three seniors last year that were really impact players for us. A couple of them are playing in college now, and so we, you know, we had to have it, it was a different dynamic, and this team, I'll tell you what, we don't have a superstar on this team. There's not one superstar, and we've said that the whole season, but what we've done collectively is been able to play very well together, and kids are versatile. They play multiple positions out here. They do whatever it takes to, to get the win for the team, and it's it's been incredible to see. We won our conference, the ESCC conference, the first time ever in Nazareth history 
to win that conference and and now we're just hoping to continue to go on the upward swing to win you know we want to get to state there's no question about it this team wants to get to state and that's one goal we have in mind and I you know it, I, I these girls are going to do it you know I'm confident in them they're confident in themselves and um, a lot of these girls have been at that super sectional game so you know we got to take care of sectionals first obviously but our goal is to get to state and uh, you know they've got to never give up attitude over here and that's what makes us so successful this year. Now what did you tell your team coach Matthews at the end of the game? Yeah so we, we talked about it so we're one fourth of the way there we've got three quarters to go and that's really it and that, and focus on the next game only we don't want to get ahead of ourselves we want to make sure we take care of the next game and, and take it one game one pitch one inning at a time. Coach Matthews congratulations to you Nazareth Academy Thanks. and we're going to look for the road runners. Thank you so much I really appreciate you interviewing me. High School Holla. Well, congratulations to the Nazareth Roadrunners. They are playing right now. So uh, just as a reminder, to find out the outcome of the sectional championship, just go to our website, click on the H2S2 score, and check out how the Lady Roadrunners are doing in the the sectional final championship game. Man, we had a a great show. Time for us to go. Oh, man. Man, them two hours went by like that? Hey, well, hey. Thank you to everybody out there. This is Big Craig, C-Dub Wallace. Hey, I know I've been gone for a couple weekends. You know, I had the man on my back. I had to go punch the clock. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know how that is. We still regular folk around here. You know what I'm saying? So I had to go do that. I want to give shouts out to everybody out there listening. I want to give a shout out to my wife, uh, Tracy Wallace, and uh, my son, Joseph. Uh, Dion, what's going on if you're listening? Shouts out to my mom. Shouts out to all the mothers out there uh, for past Mother's Day. Shouts out to all the fathers coming up for Father's Day. We got it going on. Shouts out to Captain Kirk over there. Uh, our, our team captain. What's happening, captain? Captain. He got in the ship. You know what I'm saying? Shouts this is out. Your, this is your captain speaking. Bien video el high school holla caballeros and caballeros en todo el mundo en medios de diffusion knows urbanos. Right, so Larry. Yeah, 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 you know, I had, I, 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 I had to practice my Spanish. You know? Right, right. You got to get it on. What he said. Exactly. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I get that in. I know that part right there. I know that. I done heard that a few times. Hey, we'd like to sp- thank all our special guests for joining us. Of course, Roger Mc, uh, McMiller and his mom, Coach Jesse Hardy, and uh, also Brian Snowman Snow right. for joining us. And remember, we'll be here next week, man. Holla at your boys, man. We're gonna be here. Hey, Roderick, you're doing a good thing, man. That was I love that. I, hey, that little that young man is a good student. I love that man, and you're gonna do great things in life, man. We got you. Hey, and of course, thank you for joining us on today's show. Catch us next week, Saturday at 10 a.m. Love y'all. Holla! Holla! The High School Holla Sports Show is produced by Urban Fieldhouse Media, LLC. And today's show is brought to you by the Chatham Management Group, managing the careers of artists, songwriters, producers, and professional athletes from around the globe. Come, let your star shine with us. Digital World Wireless, providing cell phone and wireless needs for the entire South Suburban area. Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce. It puts the thrill in every meal you drink. I'm Derek Lottie Hardy, representing the Simeon Wolverines Class of 2000 on the H2S2. Thanks for joining us. But we gotta go, Chicago. Holla back next week. Peace, love, and happy.
High School Holla.